This is A Lesbian's Point of View by G and Faye. This podcast is about married, black, lesbian love from our point of view. We'll be taking you on a journey throughout our relationship, the good, the bad, and the in-between. How we doing today? I'm doing good. What's up? What's up? We're back at it with another episode A Lesbian's POV. Yes. Can you believe it's our 12th episode? I can't believe it. I'm so excited for Pride. And um, we're going to be out there. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's in about two months. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited for that, too. Yeah. And also, um, hopefully, maybe this year we can. I'm trying to catch like two prides a year. I, I want to go out of state. Schedule. Yeah, like of course we got to catch our pride. I will. I love our. Pride. I love our little pride. But then we can hop over to a different state and catch their pride. Have you been to Atlanta's pride? I never been to Atlanta's pride. Atlanta pride. Oh, that's is my, it nice? That's my shit. I mm. love Atlanta's pride. Uh, it's so cool too because it's right around my birthday too. It's is bright. it at Piedmont Park or? Yeah, they it usually is? have it at Piedmont Park, and um. That's a huge park. I've been there a few times. Yeah, they usually have a big stage, and they'll have like new upcoming artists. Um, oh, that will come out. So we got to see. Um, who do we see? Um, not Megan Thee Stallion. I was going to say her. No, Megan Trainer. I don't think you know her. I ain't never heard of her. Yeah, before. you have. But what's some of your music she's play? Um. I can't even think of her songs right now. Like I'm having I'm like a, a true brain fart right now. But Megan Trainer, um, but yeah, she was cool. Uh, BB Rexa, some yep. of her music. She, I loved her stuff. Yep, I heard of her. Meant to be. That's one of my favorite songs from her. Um, especially when she got the the guys in there too. That's featuring. So yeah, me and my bestie, we go out there. We have a good time. We eat all the food, get super, super drunk, and have a good time. I, mean, I, I can't get drunk like I used to now, but absolutely not. But I don't mean either. I get tired now. Yeah, I can't do it. I need a nap in between my days. I can't do it all like I used to. <laughs> I'll call you to get me hyped. Now I'll get me tired. Girl, so. I can't do it. I mean, me and Powell had a plan the last time we was there. We realized we was getting older. But so what we did was when we get our hotel, we pack it up with water, we get our energy drinks, and we make sure we have some like some type of ibuprofen. And so we get out as early as we can, take a nap, do the day stuff, come back home, take a nap, do the night stuff. And then if we get too drunk, we'll make sure we squash down two big bottles of water. We'll take some ibuprofen and we wake up and do it all over again. That was our remedy. So we can just keep it pushing. And sometimes if we had to, we'll pop a couple of times too. Y'all had a whole remedy. By the time I get drunk, I don't even remember what the fuck. I wake up the next morning just looking for some food. I don't even know. I don't have a a, like a a, routine. A routine for (laughs) drinking. Like I'm either like turned up lit and drunk or not drunk. You know? Now I've learned like I could be tipsy and still enjoy myself. But when I was younger, I'm like I want to take shot after shot after shot. And then I'm like drunk as fuck. Yeah. And yeah. now I'm just like, you know, stripping in the middle of Lauren Park or something like. That's Girl, just like... shut your ass. <laughs> you ain't never did that shit. 
I don't know, but I feel like I could do it. I don't, girl, you're giving yourself a little more credit. You will not do that shit. I don't care how drunk you are. Um, I mean, I can see you in a... I was thinking about, like, when I say stripping, I'm, like, taking off a sock or two. That's as far as you're going to go, but I don't see you <laughs> taking it all the way out. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's fucking funny. But but on a more serious note, mm-hmm. um, I've heard about this shooting that happened in Nashville. Yeah. And I am just, I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Like. It's crazy. It's really, really crazy. Like, I mean, nobody should get killed, but like children. I don't know what it is. The thing about coming into schools and shooting up the place. What does these children have anything to do with the fact that you're mad? Why are you mad? Do you know how many school shootings it's been this year alone? Mind you, we only in the month fucking four. And excuse me, but I am pissed. How many? Just guess. Six. 89. Girl. 80 fucking nine shootings in schools. And this year alone. You gotta be joking. This year alone, I looked it up. Yes. 89. 89 on news.sky.com. You go to the, you know, it tells you about the the shooting in Nashville and all that. Yeah. And it says, so far this year, there have been 89 U.S. school shootings defined as when a gun is fired on school property. Wow. And in 2022, there were 303 such incidences that the highest of any year in the K through 12 school shooting database, which goes back to 1970. That is horrible that is crazy i had no idea we're only in the fourth month wow that just blew my mind honestly i i can't imagine the rest of the year like yeah i'm not i can't imagine it seriously like this is fucking ridiculous and like we we got to get it together yeah definitely It, it i don't know it needs to be more evaluations had with people you know, because they still don't know why why the the um I don't even know how to pronounce them because they're fucking transgender. Well just say I mean you can just go for it they them at this point. Yeah, they them. And it I don't know I did they like specify they didn't specify gender, did they? I think they said they, she they say she i think okay i didn't i didn't catch that it's some of the articles say she some of the article just say the name so i don't know maybe they don't know yeah you know and it just sucks because now it puts the lgbt community in a fucking hole now because now they thinking that you, you i know. would say like in the hole i would just say they make they're looking at us with the side eye probably and like this is because you know how like when situations happen like oh when like case in point asians covid now everybody hated asians because they think that they run covid ebola everybody hate africans they think africans yeah in those type of situations now transgender then shot up a school now they and now they hating transgender like yeah they're gonna look at us differently and i'm just pissed off about that yeah and not we didn't do this to you yeah somebody in our community did this 
you are right but we all didn't do this to you so i don't want them looking at everybody with the side eye you know yeah i mean it's 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 just gonna be it's just not okay in any way shape or form so i just you said this happened in tennessee yeah, natural. natural. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, even if it was a heterosexual doing it, it's still not right. No. You know, I'm not saying that they get some pass, but it's so many uh straight people that have done killings and you know, it it sucks, but I feel like it's gonna hit different in our particular community and it's just like I'm just pissed off about it, you know? Yeah. Like it's, it's we not- already got it hard enough you know every day especially in certain t- minnesota is a more accepting state but i'm sure mississippi or other states is not really that accept yeah down south is not that acceptable no. atlanta is pretty cool but you know yeah it's just you know it's going to be a struggle for a little while because people yeah my heart goes out to nashville yeah. and all the families that lost Most a loved definitely. one or whatever so prayers to you guys i mean the substitute teacher yeah i mean the people that in person, general yeah i mean yeah but like just to think she was coming in for a day to help out yeah you know like i'm sure that wasn't in her plans i'm gonna go and help out this school and get murdered on the process well like, baby duh you know I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's the the thought of you taking your child or you going into a school where you think it's supposed to be safe, the safest place. Yeah. Especially in a, a church, like a Christian school or whatever. You would think that's like the safest place to be, you know, and then this tragedy. It happened. was a Christian school, too. Yeah, it was a um, it was a Christian school. It was a school slash church. They also did church there yeah you want the part that kind of really kind of just threw me the most um you got to listen to or get to see the the police body cam yeah and as they're like literally coming up the stairs you hear the pop 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 like they're they're killing kids and teachers as they trying to come upstairs to stop them you it's crazy like yeah yeah, so like I said, my heart goes out to Tennessee. Yeah, my heart my goes out to, to everybody. Everyone. My so. heart also go out to the kids that was there that didn't get killed because it may have some tra- traumatic, um, you know, the children may be traumatized. From oh it. yeah, definitely. And they're, they're traumatized in some way. Someone may have PTSD. Like it could affect. It it's not only affecting the people that got murdered and killed in their families, but it's also affecting the people. Yeah, that was one there. of them, those children, one of them, they probably lost one of their best friends. Yeah, or yeah, or school crush or whatever, one of their favorite teachers, or they loved the janitor, like he was such a nice guy or whatever. Yeah, they'll never. I mean, these kids can remember; they won't be able to unsee that or forget it. So yeah, definitely, I definitely understand that. Yeah, because. It was three kids and three adults. I'm sure that the kids that they did kill, it was more than just the three kids in that classroom, you know? Yeah. So, so. yeah. So I, I, I just really hope, like, we don't have any more of this. This yeah. like, it's done. We need to figure out something. This yeah, definitely. Is, 
Well, okay, so yeah, we usually don't like to take things this heavy, but we just felt like we had to talk about it. It was just heavy on the minds, and it it it, it wasn't right, especially when we feel like somebody in our community going out there and doing unthinkable things. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now we had that moment of silence. Um, oh man, our phone is ringing off the chain today. Excuse the interruptions. Yes. So, let's get into it. Yeah, so we're going to get into it. <laughs> um, so today we're speaking about pride. We're speaking about LGBTQ. We just feel like it's a good time. I'm. I'm ready to tell you guys how I came out and all that. You ready for that? I'm ready for that. Okay. You want me to go first? Or <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, okay. I can tell you. So my coming out story is, is not fantastic, but um, it's my story. Uh, so pretty much long story short, um, started in high school. Um, there was this girl, she was, this before I knew you called them a stud, you know, but she was kind of like, she was, what did you call her? I mean, I don't, I called her by her name, (laughs) (laughs) but I didn't know what you call them. Like, you know, like everybody knew the word, like, like dyke and stuff like that, but I didn't say it because at that time you felt like it was like derogatory or you shouldn't have been saying it. Yeah. Yeah, That was up there with the other F word. We don't really say, you know? Yeah. So, um, now it's normal. Yeah. I don't mind. Somebody call me dad. I'm like, uh, yeah. Yes. What the fuck I am. I I don't not mind. Wear it out. Yeah. You call me a homo. You call me a dyke. You call me a lesbo. You call me a butch bitch. You call me a carpet muncher. I am all of those, and I'm very, very fucking proud of it, okay? <laughs> okay, like, yes, ma'am. Yes, all of that. I will munch the shit out of the carpet, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I think them people that say that is mad because they're not getting their carpet munch. Could be. Like, <laughs> carpet muncher? You want me to munch your carpet? You might be happy about it. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Uh, but unfortunately, ho, you're not my type. <laughs> they think all gay women like just oh, all women. Like, girl, don't but even I'm a, get me started. I know that. that. We can we can we can hop on that at the end, girl. Because that's where don't get me started on that. Cause I, I got some stories for that. But let me just finish this one part. <laughs> all right. No, so I was like in high school. Um, she came in about like tenth grade, eleventh grade, something like that, but. She wasn't very attractive, but she was cool, you know, real cool peoples. Um, she started off liking one of my friends and my friends are straight in the pole. She wasn't going. Of course. And she's like, absolutely not. And when she stopped bugging her, she started becoming real close friends with me. You know, at this point, my friend left. She ended up leaving, going to a different school. You know, she was doing too much. And um, so as we became friends, 
and stuff like that. She was telling me how she liked girls and things like that. And I'm like, okay, cool. And she was telling me how much she used to like me. And I was like, I ain't into that. I don't know how I feel about that, you know? But this one particular day was getting close to like um, graduating because it's now just like some years down the line, like we graduated in 12th grade. And we were supposed to be singing with this choir, this one voice mixed choir, and they're all like LGBTQ. Um, and before we had to go sing with the choir, we had um, a big meeting and it was some of our teachers who was part of this choir and they just wanted to like kind of out themselves in front of the school before they had, wait, pause. Y'all had a LGBT choir or is it just was a choir no so we had a choir class our own actual choir class our teacher um mr sorlene may him rest in peace he passed away some years back so he was the best music teacher in the world loved him um loved him and um he got uh, all of us together to do this choir we was so bomb. I loved our choir's choir class. He was so bomb. But he used to go to this other uh, one voice mixed course choir that was a little bit further away. And I guess, I don't know who talked to who, but they wanted us to collab, our school to collab. So I guess he talked to the principals. The principals allowed it. But it was like, before we do that, you guys should probably just let people know like, hey, y'all on the lgbtq side or whatever so they ha- they made this big meeting all the students had to come down whoever was part of the high school choir had to come down and listen to this meeting so mr sorlene he came out in, in front of everybody and everybody was like oh um and he was like so did everybody know i was gay everybody raised their hands like yeah sorlene we knew you were gay <laughs> you know tell me something that we don't know okay? right it's like we knew this already but then um, a few other people in our school who was part of that choir also came out. Like one of our, uh, the library teacher, we knew she was too. We knew. How y'all know? Was she more of a femme or more of a stud looking masculine? No. Uh, okay. No. Um, she in just. Between? It was another person in the library with her that she worked with. And they was just a little too close you know and they was trying to keep it professional but after coming out they all turned out that they was actually dating so but oh. it's just and maybe it was just me because i had a gaydar and didn't know it at the time I mean, mm. maybe it was just me because i knew already i was like she was gay gay like, i was super gay <laughs> but anyways baby side getting sidetracked oh, here my bad. but yeah so i um so th- they came out and then we had a drama school teacher she is still one of my favorite teachers to this day she's just bubbly she was awesome she was great I loved her with all my heart and um she came out when she was telling her story about how um she was bisexual um she was at the cafe it was the blue moon cafe that used to be right off of lake street I used to go there and I love that place before it shut down and it was a she'll be working there as a barista and it's be this girl that will come in and flirt with her and she didn't understand her feelings at the time or whatever and as she's telling this story about her feelings and stuff like that I'm really like I'm realizing like oh shit this is how I feel about my friend you know I so 
as she get done, I go to her like, I feel this way. This is me. This is how I feel. Like, what do I do? And she was like, you just got to be honest with yourself. And so she came on as bi. And I'm like, I, yeah, I came out as bi, you know. So I think I came out as bi at first. I thought that's what I was. But I think initially I came out as bi to like, it was an easy way to come out yeah. and not scare your I parents. I came out as bi too, yeah. To not scare your parents, you know. So, um, as I was sitting there accepting that, I told the girl how I felt about her, and we ended up like slowly dating. And I was like, at some point, I gotta go home and tell my mom. So you was already dating. You was already dating before you yep. told your mom. Mm-hmm. We was already dating at this point. Like, um, so initially. And I think I got my year mixed up. I wasn't graduating. It was my 11th grade year. Because okay. we spent the summer together and then all that. So um, I came home. I think it was within like a few days after that situation I from school. I came home uh, this particular day. And my mom, she's like putting something on the windows. It was some hol- holiday that we were supposed to be having. I can't remember what's it, what, that we were having. And she was putting stuff on the windows and I'm scared and I'm like mom you want to sit down you want to talk uh, I got something I want to tell you <laughs> and she's like you could just tell me now and as I'm trying to tell her like mom I'm bisexual I got a girlfriend da, 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 da. she never turned around and looked at me she never did she just continued what she was doing and I'm like fearing for my life at this point because I'm like I don't know what this means because my mom give you like the sh- the silent treatment she finna haul off and smack me or something she finna do something to me I know <laughs> like I'm scared yeah. <laughs> you know how black parents are they they don't tell you don't know warning signs you finna something about to happen I'm scared so as I'm sitting there shaking and crying she says oh, I'm gonna still love you Oh. It was still nice, you yeah. know. I, I, it was it was still nice, you know. That's all she pretty much said to me, and um, she didn't even look at me though. That's which I should have known something was up. But in my head, that's relief. You told me you love me, and then you co- and then I come in and get a hug, and you give me a hug. We're good, you know. That's what I'm thinking. Right. So that that's how I officially came out to my. Um, that was a good come out. Mom, that know? was a pretty good come out. Yeah. So and a good outcome. It, it initially for that one, yes, it it was a good outcome. It wasn't until like later on down the years, I she told me how she really felt about me at some point. Yeah, but now it's like, I mean, like it was good and then it was bad, and now we. we... Yeah, so it was good, and it was, and then we had our bads, and now we're good, good now. It was kind of like a little roller coaster because we just had a couple of years where she just was not feeling it. And honestly, I think it was because I came out as a bisexual person, but I wasn't doing bisexual shit in and, front of her eyes. And I think for and, and back when you came out, I think bisexual to me was still kind of like yeah, know. it was still a so no. they didn't really know like it, it's like okay, are you gay or are you are you with men like and and um, parents I feel like at that time just didn't really know like how to go about it like okay, you're bisexual. But then you're going to prom with a, a girl. Like, yeah. no, I don't want you going to prom with a girl. I want you to go to prom with a guy, you know, because yeah. technically you're bisexual. You get to choose get which choose. one you want to go with. And I think that's what my mom you was know? on because she was really pissed when I went with my first girlfriend instead of 
a guy. She really wanted me to take some photos with a guy. And I'm like, well, mom, I'm not with a guy. I gave her a picture of a guy. She just didn't like the guy that I took the picture with. Oh my gosh. You can win. Uh-huh. I can win. I gave her the picture she wanted. She just didn't like the picture. It was one of my good friend's brother. And I was like, come on, take this picture with me. <laughs> yeah, because she probably want to show it off to her friends or whatever. Oh, look at my, you know, daughter at prom. And, you know, then she see yeah. you with your girlfriend. It's like, I can't show this that damn picture off, you yeah. know? I mean, <laughs> my first girlfriend was studly enough that you wouldn't have thought she was a girl so oh i mean minus her big titties other than that she was she looked like a a straight up dude so she could have probably got away she could she could have got away with it oh that's funny oh you uh i'm done oh okay yeah that was that was your come out story that was my come out story and yeah i just stuck with being bisexual bisexual i'm keeping it for about like um, some years, because I did have a boyfriend. It was only like two weeks. And then um, I experimented. I say experiment with guys because, because <laughs> you know, when people say they experiment with girls, they didn't like it. And I experimented with the guys, didn't like it. And I went back over. I was like, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. A bitch is lesbian and I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, I come out story is. I feel like it's similar to other people come out stories yeah. uh, when you're not like initially accepted. And some, some, in some cases, some, some people are never accepted by their families this or is very, parents. Very true. I am grateful that my family and parents were able to finally jump on board and accept me for who I am. Uh, but uh, in the beginning, uh, it was high school. I feel like I was, trying to really grasp like what lesbian really was at like at age 12 because mm-hmm. I really didn't understand and I had um one of my sisters was like lesbian but I never knew because I just thought she liked to wear men clothes like me because we I've been wearing guy clothes or like more masculine clothes or you know basketball shorts stuff like that at like five and I told my dad like I don't want to wear like a dress or yeah. I don't want to I want to wear tennis shoes I don't want to wear no damn sandals like you know so like I didn't realize that I feel like I always been gay yeah you know and like my attraction was more towards like women like they'd be like oh do he look cute I'm like yeah he cute and even to his dad I'm like yeah he fine but like I'm not like sexually attracted to men yeah you know and but women it was like a different cute for me i'm like oh man she's so beautiful yeah you I know i understand that like wow <laughs> mm-hmm. can i just like feel that ass i just want to know what it feels like <laughs> you, you know feel the whole ass and shit? like i just want to touch it <laughs> and, you know and then with guys it's like i don't really want to touch your abs like i mean they look nice but I, yeah it's not something i want to touch and just you know like I had this infatuation, you know, and and so it, I was still kind of, and I really didn't know like that lesbian or gay was even a thing because I I, I don't know, I just didn't see it yeah. when I grew up that much. My my sister wasn't wearing masks and clothes, but I never seen her with a girl, other girl, and she stayed in trouble. So I barely, she was in group homes, so I barely seen her that much. Yeah. 
So I didn't know, you know, what that looked like. And um, yeah, so I just, you know, it took me some time. Some of the schools I went to, my middle school was the first time I seen someone dressed like me. And now she's my best friend. Really? Yeah, that's the first time I seen um, like someone, another female dressing masculine. And I was like, that's dope. We look alike. You know? <laughs> you had somebody like friends. I was thinking like, this is perfect. But my mom was like, okay. She sat down and had a talk with me. And she was like, you're going into middle school now. You need to not wear masculine clothes anymore. Like, it was okay for you to wear them, um, you know, in elementary or whatever, or like around the house. She said, you can even wear them like on weekends if you're just chilling around. But going to school, I want you to start dressing more feminine. Really? Yeah, I remember this conversation. Because I'm like, okay, well, I'll wear tight pants, but I'm not wearing a tight shirt. Like, I, and in the, back in the day, it was like jerseys was a big thing. I knew it. I was, so like, was going to pull out a jersey. <laughs> we can go school shopping. You can give me like five jerseys, you know, different type of jerseys. And I wear white tee under it. But like, and I wear the tight pants. But I still, I'm not wearing no no um, sandals unless they flip-flops, like Nike flops or whatever. And, yeah. And then she was like, okay, but the French braids, like, you got to get out of that. Like, Oh, my God. So I'm like, okay, well, if that's the case, I'm going to wear a ponytail, you know, or, like, maybe, like, plaques or something. So you was, like, stemming it out at one point. I was stemming when I first went to middle school because that's the way, like, you know, my mom's yeah. trying, she's trying to get me out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because maybe she's seen something that I did not really see at the time, you yeah. know? So I'm like, okay, that's fine. But then I was like, I would say a good month. Of, when I seen my friend look like how I looked before I came in, mm-hmm. I'm like, so I went back home like, ma, it's people there that's dressed like me. Like, I should not have to be wearing these type of, like, clothes and wearing tight pants. Like, I don't like these tight pants. But I did it for, like, a good month. And then after that, I was like, you know what? I talked to my dad. I was like, I don't, I feel uncomfortable. I don't like wearing this. And then my dad was like, just just wear whatever you feel like wearing. Like, and I'm like, okay. So then I put my, you know, regular clothes back on. I was back outside in action. <laughs> and, um... You know, of course, they probably had their little argument or something. Like, I'm not sure what happened with that. But all I know is that I went back to how I was felt the most comfortable. So all middle school, I was, you know, in sports and everything. I I was not. I was such in so many freaking activities. I had no time to think about, like, what my sexuality was. Like, I was, like, in debate class. I was in. I mean, every fucking sport that middle school offered, I was in it. Soccer, like, I was doing everything. And when I got into um, high school, then that's when I kind of, like, it was it was a few more people that looked like like me when I yeah. went into my high school. I'm like, okay, so this is a thing. And then... It's a thing. This is when I started, like... <laughs> I like that. It's this a thing. is a thing. <laughs> so then I started... um becoming like friends with them and all that. And then it was a few girls at my school that liked me. And I'm like, huh? Like what? You know, like I, here go with you again. But, um, I didn't know how to like receive that type of flirtationist and information because I'm like, okay, you know, yeah. all right, we can, we can hang out, you know? 
Yeah. We could be friends. And then it was like more like, like more than friends. And I'm like, I just didn't know what to do or whatever. And then I came across um, someone that was, I was, I believe I was like a freshman and they were like a junior maybe. Yeah. And maybe going into senior year, something. I know she was older than me. Yeah. And so she was real patient with me, you know, because, of course, I'm, I haven't even came out yet. So I'm still trying to figure out what the hell is going on, you know. And so that happened. We started hanging out. I start really liking her and, you know, all this stuff. And then um, I came to realization, like, I don't really like men like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was at Valley Fur one day. And which, if you guys don't know, it's like a big, like kind of like Six Flags, like an amusement. A smaller version of Six Flags. Yeah. Six Flags, yeah. Yeah. And so my sister came to pick me up and I was so excited. Like it was just a vibe. I had a good time. She came to pick me up. I was in the back seat. I remember this vividly because I was specifically sitting in the middle of the seat. And I was looking at the review, um, the review mirror or whatever. And I was looking at her and I was just like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to just say it. So then I was like, sis, I got something to tell you. She was like, what? And she turned down the music. What you got to say? I'm like, I'm bisexual. (laughs) (laughs) That was the first person I came out to was um, not, not not the more masculine sister, but the second oldest. I came out to her. And, um... She just kind of paused for a second and she was like, girl, you don't know what you want. I'm like, yeah, I know I want to, I know I'm bi though. And she was like, okay. Yeah. She was like, we'll, 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 we'll see when time go on. Cause right now you just, you too young to even tell I think I was around like 13 going into 14. She was like, you, you too young to even know. You ain't even dating yet. And I'm like, okay, no, no. She turned the music back up. And we just continue. And I thought, like, okay, great. It's out there now. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. I felt good. I'm liberated. Then I hit 14, like maybe mid 14 or late 14. And then I like tell my mom, like, hey, she comes in the house, she tired, she's gotta work. She's a she was a preschool teacher. She kids were in her raggedy that day. Uh, <laughs> and so she girl they did her hair was all over the place i'm like oh. yeah they were. so then i was like so this is the best time i'm like this probably ain't the best time <laughs> but i was so excited to say it because i literally just got into my relationship now because we've been dating for a little while and i'm just like okay um because when you get to high school ain't you like 14 years old when you get into high school or 13 you're about like 14 15 14 15 yeah, because I mean, like, yeah. Well, for me, I I was about, like, 14, 15. So somewhere in that range, because some people late. go early. Yeah, some people go early, some people yeah, go Yeah, I'm late. So in between 13 and 15, you're, like, in high school. Yeah. So, okay, I just want to make sure I got my timeline right. Because right now, I'm old. So <laughs> I got it right. So then I sit her down, and I'm like, Ma, I got something to tell you. And she's like... Oh, can it like can it wait like I just got in the house I'm like no I think I think I need to tell you now probably wasn't a good time like, I think I need I need to tell you now something it serious wasn't a good time <laughs> not probably so she sat at the table 
she slouched down, she threw her bags down, and she's just looking at me like she just had the longest day. And she said, okay, what do you want to talk about? I hope this is something important. And I was like, to me, it is. I was like, yeah, I'm gay. Uh, <laughs> you know, I am so gay. <laughs> she was looking at me like, well, wait, what happened to you being bisexual? Girl, I skipped that. I, I knew I was gay now. I was dating. I already let the bi part out with my sister. That went over easy. So then I was thinking, and then, you know, like I said, I was like, like late 13. Now yeah. I'm like late 14. Oh, so now you so know I had like show. a little bit of time okay. to like, <laughs> okay, listen. I had a nigga wrap my booty and I ain't like it. Like, <laughs> I ain't like this shit. So I'm like, I had a, a bitch from my booty and I liked it. So I'm like, oh my God. I, I know I gotta be gay, gay, gay. So I'm like, okay. I'm with you. Let me just go ahead and say it. Yeah. So I spit it out and my mom looked at me like, this is what you had to tell me? I'm like, yeah. And she was, um, you know, she said her choice of words. And I was like, sad because I just thought it would just be easy because it was easy with my sister. Yeah. And honestly, I thought my sister told her like when, when I wasn't around, like, oh, you know, G said she was bisexual, right? But I don't think she told her anything because I'm like thinking like, you is this the first time you hearing? You stuck her. Hearing this? I, oh, yeah. You sneaked the light. Yep. <laughs> she was not ready for she it. And I should have known by the way her hair came. She came in. I should have known. This was not the good now I'm an adult now and I read people better now like okay I'm not gonna tell my wife her rice is not good today I'm gonna hit her with this conversation tomorrow like I'll be getting it like it took you a little while for that too because I did I fucked up that time but I'm getting I'm learning every day every how to read the room okay you're getting better at reading it but damn it's hard it is hard getting you to read a room is like pulling motherfucking good teeth yeah i know okay it's, it's a shit show so um now she's like you're not allowed to have no women here to spend no nights i'm like ma you don't even allow nobody to spend nights here because my mom was she was overprotective and i don't know maybe it's from her past but she didn't trust like people spending nights at the house and she didn't want us spending nights at other people's houses because kids get touched on or whatever yeah abused and so she just was not for it yeah i can go over and hang out all day or whatever but when it comes to sleeping at somebody's house at night she was not okay with it so i'm like in my mind i'm thinking like okay that's fine because yeah we don't do that anyway so (laughs) all right yeah tell me something i don't know i already know that you know and then, like, but it was getting weird because, like, if I'm talking to friends, because I had a lot of friends and I had a lot of, um, <laughs> I heard that first. I'm so sorry. I am not editing that shit out. That is, is there. It just came right on out. My apologies. I'm sorry. Just maybe keep your, your mouth away from the mic when you're burping. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Um, so, uh, yeah. Asshole. So we, uh, where did I leave off? Because that bird just threw me the fuck <laughs> off. Oh my god. Do you even remember? No, we'll <laughs> no, no. We'll it's okay. It. No, no, I want it just like this. So, um, yeah, oh yeah, I was this is where I'm at. So she was like, 
uh, when she see me outside, like talking to somebody on the block or something, or like maybe I'm bike riding with a, another friend from the park. If it's a girl, she pulls up. What you doing? I'm riding my bike. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it just got so real. I'm like, is this how guys, this how little boys get treated when they like young and like talking to girls no, or something? They think it's cute. They think it's cute, huh? Oh. And I got pulled up and embarrassed. I'm like, what the? Little Frederick got a little girlfriend. They just sit in the park and go play ride bikes and stuff. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not like that for me. And then eventually, you know, <clears throat> the negativity that my mom was spewing out kind of just got the best of me. Yeah. And I'm just like, either you want me here or you don't want me here, you know? And she was like, well, the choice is yours, you know, but you're not going to be doing this type of stuff or being this way in my house. Okay, well, the choice is not mine. Yeah. Because this is who I am. Mm-hmm. So... At 15 years old, I packed up a little gym bag and I moved in with my first girlfriend. And I pretty much been on my own since 15. Yeah. Here and there, like I'll, if I was real, like I've been homeless, of course. I've been at the this place for um, kids that was homeless, like the bridge is what it's called. So yeah. I've been there. I've, I've had days where I didn't eat anything. You know, it's just, you know, those, I chose that for me. You know, because I could have just been what my mom wanted me to be, and I would have been unhappy. I would have been fed, and I would have had a roof over my head all the time, not sometime, but I wouldn't have been happy, you know? And so I don't regret anything that I did or any decisions I've made even at 15 because it made me who I am today. It curved me. You know, I appreciate things more because I'm earning them. Yeah, not just that. You you stayed true to yourself. Yeah. That's the main thing about it. You did that struggle or struggled so you can stay true to yourself yeah and 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 love yourself yeah so i do commend you for that i mean you you had a hard road yeah just to be who you are and then at that time i would say 12 my parents got a divorce so it's been really rocky you know she's now she's got to handle the household by herself and my dad is somewhere else and he still was in my life all the time even now i love him to death so how was he when he when you told him he was fine with it. He was like, oh, good. I ain't got to beat no niggas up. This is perfect. <laughs> okay. We Well, you know, we always did stuff together. We played basketball together. We fished together. We hiked. We, like, I am a daddy's girl. We did everything together. Yeah. And so none of that changed. If anything, we did more when we could. But during that split, when they get a divorce, everything gets split. You know, it was hard for me to even see him because now it's like, well, I want, you know, visits this year and that year and it was just like now i can't see him when i want because now it's these court stipulations in there Mm -hmm. but eventually they end up becoming friends and co-parenting better after the whole that debacle Mm -hmm. and then i was able to see him whenever i want Mm -hmm. and at one point for a little while i moved way out like an hour away to to be with him he moved me and my girlfriend in Mm-hmm. So that was dope because I know that's something my mom wouldn't do. Yeah. And and I was there for a while, but it was so far, it was nothing out there. I was like, you know, I'm a city person and it was like driving me insane. So I had to move back into the city. Yeah. But yeah, he was down for it. And, you know, and then what happened was I ended up going into his board. I was paying for, well, he was actually paying for this room for me. And it was a like a big house, and it was we he rent out each rooms. Yeah, that's like how I think those are called boarding houses, right? Yeah, boarding houses. Yeah. So 
he came back up into the cities with me. He stayed in one house room across, and me and my girlfriend at the time stayed in the other. And and it was my own space. Yeah. And I could do what I want. He told me I'm I'm you know, I'm here if you need me. But and for a while, I would say a couple of years, I was living like that. So I stayed having a roof over my head. I could be who I was, and everything was just great. I was able to go to school and and finish school. Um, you know, in college. And now I'm back into college. So it was just like, he was super supportive. My auntie was supportive. And also my um, my sister that was more masculine. If When she was out of jail, she was supportive. But she stayed <laughs> in and out. Right now is the longest stretch she's been out. So I'm happy for her. But like, yeah, you know. And now the good thing is, I'm going to wrap this up because I feel like I'm taking a long. But the good part is, me and my mom, we reconciled and we're the best that we could ever be and i love her to pieces and well, my, she loves you a whole lot yeah you, are, oh you and the oldest sister are her favorite yeah and then um my other siblings i got like between my mom and dad i got like i don't know a 10 lot. yeah uh, between all of them we they all accepted me we're all good now you know so i'm happy about that that's pretty cool. Yeah. I got to say, too, um, when it came to my siblings, they weren't really accepting at one point. That took some years, too. Yeah, it took time for it me, too. It took years that they finally were like, you know what? Who are we to say you can't do this and you can't do that? But when, when the first came out, they had a whole lot to say what I shouldn't do and why I shouldn't do it and who I can't love. Now they're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but That's how my family is. They call you sis now. They was calling you sis before we was even married. Like, they love you to bits. Yeah. I love them too. Yeah, so I feel like this is like... And meeting your dad was so great. Oh, yeah. I feel like he accepted me with open arms, even though that's the first time we met. Yeah. And I really, I can't wait to go to Chicago and see him again. I would fun. love to go back to Chicago. We all hang out and whatever. You get to see my sisters on my dad's side. And I think... One of my brothers is down there too, so yeah, definitely. But um, I know we're just starting the, the morning. Do you have any highs and lows this morning? Um, highs and lows, or maybe potential highs and potential lows since we're just getting started with the day. Um, because it's early. It's I usually like to clean up and straighten up. So the goal is to have these clothes. Oh, we could do that. That's my goal. Let's scratch highs and lows for right now, and let's do goals for today since it's early yeah. in the morning. Yeah, so I got goals. My goals is to finish, like, getting these clothes out of the floor because I got to finish washing. Um, and then I'm definitely going to do my 15-minute workout. Oh, let me tell y'all. Babe, did we, did we work out? Did we go work out? Baby, don't get silent. <laughs> Cakes, did we no. go work out? We're doing it today. <laughs> it is today. I'm going to cut my own leg off if I don't get it done Girl, today. Bye. But yes, so that's the goal. I'm going to finish that's my goal too. and I'm going to finish. Look at Woody. He lifted his head up and was like, Girl, you lying. You anyway. Know you lying. <laughs> no, I am going to, to do it today. I don't yeah. know what happened yesterday. I think I accidentally fell asleep. Girl, we got home 
and passed out on the couch. TV one on, nothing. I woke up, phone still in my hand, and you was passed out like this, tongue out. So, <laughs> like, you just really run over that real fast. Did you say my tongue was out? Girl, you passed out, head over your, slumped over by your shoulder, tongue out. <laughs> you was dead. I was gone. Yeah, we was knocked out. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't, I remember coming in the house, and that was it. That's pretty much what happened. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. My goal for today, goals, is definitely work out because I have not been in my mind. I'm meant to, like, I want to do it. I want to do it. But my body is like, bitch, now you know you want that beef. What did we have the other day? Last night? Yeah. Oh, Italian beef. Now, now, bitch, you know you want that Italian beef. Go get that Italian beef and work out by walking in to pay for it instead oh, of going through drive through. You know what? Getting it and then coming your ass back home and, and enjoying it. I'm not dealing with you. And so I end up going to Faye's job and <clears throat> and enjoying it. Yeah. And having a few drinks and then came here and it was Sirenara. Okay, I was yeah. out. But um, so yeah, my goal is to work out. My other goal is to complete. I got three assignments to do before midnight of homework. So that's one of my main goals. Then my other goal is, um, oh, my main goal too is to eat some damn breakfast. Can't wait to do that. And um, help you straighten up the house. I know Thank I, 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 know I have that. no choice. Waiting on that one, Y'all baby. should see the face. If I didn't include that shit, my ass was grass. Waiting on it. So, um, yeah. And I'm going to respond to some emails from work and kind of like get my day started. I got to go on my planner, plan out my, my okay, week. We don't need the full laundry list of oh, goals, girl. Okay. God damn it. Those just, are, these are short, short, short-term goals because they like- Just do a couple. Really, they don't need to know your whole day. I'm right. traumatized from work. I know. I am. PTSD, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways. Um, and et cetera. How about that? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay, so before we end the show, I do want to say again, I said it on the last show, but um, like I said, we want to do a Q&A. We want you guys to send us questions. Uh, we definitely want to answer whether it's you want advice from us or you just want to know something more about us. Uh, I'm going to tell you when it comes to advice, it may not be the best advice, but we're going to give you some advice. And uh, so you can reach us. There's a little link um, at the bottom of the description on Spotify that you can leave a voice message if you want to. You can hit our uh, Facebook account at GXFay. We also have a Twitter at a lesbian's point of view. And I think Instagram is GXFay as well. Um, but mainly... Please go follow us if you're listening. Even yes. if you listen for a few seconds, please hit that follow yes. button on Spotify. On Spotify. Okay? I know I, I like Apple Podcasts and all the other ones too, but it really helps us out on Spotify. <laughs> just want to make that clear because um, we do have a lot of supporters and yes. uh, some of them did reach out to us and be like, oh, I already follow. And I'm like, on Spotify? No. Can you please download Spotify and do it on Spotify too, please? Uh, yeah, and Spotify so. is free to listen on for us too. It's definitely free to listen. So, um, and with that being said, we are out. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to A Lesbian's Point of View by G and Faye. 
Don't forget to share and follow us on Anchor, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have questions or feedback, leave us a message on anchor.fm slash GNFA or after the beep. Beep. <laughs>